0: My name is Dave. I'm here with Cleve. Cleve, how are you doing today?
1: Good, man. Good, 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 good. Um, good. last right. uh good. last week of the um the month here.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, glad to hear it. So we are part of the Maddie Ice Media Network. And um as a as a part of that, I am excited to announce here that uh political football will be part of the Maddie Ice Media Network, a big game pre-show bedlam. Uh, this will be taking part before. Uh, am I allowed to say Super Bowl in this context? I don't know. I don't know the rules here, um, but that's all right. If they want to sue me for more thirty-four cents, they can. Um, so from noon to three on Super Sunday, uh, Ask Media Network will be having three shows. Political football will be in hour number two from a one p.m. until two p.m. But check out for the uh, the whole thing. You know, we'll be previewing the Super Bowl and only uh, only the way that uh, we can. cleef.
1: absolutely. This is the best time of year, man. What's up, Ben?
0: <laughs> yeah, Ben's in the chat. Hey, Ben. Um, so yeah, so that is um, that's going to be a lot of fun. I haven't really thought about how we're going to preview the game in any uh, unique way quite uh, quite yet. We need the matchup first, I think. Um, one thought that I had, and we can see if we get feedback from listeners on this, is just having you go through and make some picks <laughs> <laughs> and see what we come up with.
1: <laughs> just just whoever makes the pick, don't hold, don't hold me to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm definitely not saying people should do what you do, but just the, uh, you know, we get the Patrick Mahomes seven-plus touchdowns at 15,000 to one or something.
1: <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, but that'll be a good time. All right, so um, typically the divisional round is seen as the most exciting round. You know, last year we had that crazy Kansas City and Buffalo game. Usually, it's seen as the best round. However, this year that was not the case. I think the wild card round this year was way better than these divisional games. Cleve,
1: absolutely, one hundred percent. I mean, I think I even texted you guys offline. Um, <clears throat> and this is what I love and I hate about this time of year when it comes to football, because you you know you're waiting to see like two titans go at it. Yeah, and sometimes that doesn't doesn't happen the way it's supposed to. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean I was really excited for the matchups this weekend I thought we'd get some uh, some really close games. And the truth is we didn't really get any, even though we had two that were seven point um seven point spreads. So The first game, uh, going back to Saturday afternoon, Jags 20 at the Chiefs 27. So the Jags do cover the spread here. Um, I mean, the start of this one, Cleve, Mahomes suffers a high ankle sprain. Now, he was able to come back into this game. And my question for you as our resident personal trainer, therefore closest thing we have to a doctor. How the hell was he able to continue playing in this game?
1: So if anyone anyone that played sports and I'm assuming that all our listeners in some capacity have played sports at some point in their life. And we've all rolled an ankle. I, obviously his, his, his role was very different than just stepping on someone's foot and rolling an angle, playing pickup basketball. I think that he initially probably didn't feel it. They, they strapped him up, tied that, that cleat on really tight, uh, probably gave him a shot or something. And then um, he goes back into the game, but I can almost without, um, any kind of uh, any kind of reservation. The minute he took that that cleat off, his foot probably just ballooned up. You know, yeah, the the pain probably came shooting in. Um, he may. I don't know what kind of shape he's going to be in for for this weekend. To be honest with you, I mean, um, did they say it was a high ankle?
0: Yeah, high ankle sprain. They said that you during know, those the game are, last week.
1: Those are the worst ones, man. Those are the worst ones. High ankle is is a very naggy. You know, I don't know what grade they're gonna have it at. You know, grade one and grade two, but it's high ankle sprain is very, very. Because uh, he, he's a mobile quarterback, so yeah, like he's gonna step back and just sling it. Moving is gonna be problematic probably for him. So,
0: you know, it's interesting you mentioned if they. So you say the pain would get worse once the cleat comes off and the swelling comes in.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, because I just sort of assumed they just shot him up full of horse tranquilizers and put it back on the field.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I, I think the immediate thing, and I don't know if this is right or wrong, but I remember this as a kid. Anytime we'd roll an ankle, we just tie up our sneaker really tight. Just tie it tight, it really tight, you know. Um, and then you get you home, and then once you get home, you ice it. Whatever you're gonna do to it, um, at that moment. But the minute you take that pressure off, sh- swells up like a balloon. Yeah, you know.
0: So uh, we'll get more of this in the preview, but he. He, he there's no way he's hundred percent this coming Saturday.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. That high ankle sprain is something that it's a couple of weeks at least. Okay. You know, like, and, you know, like I said, I, I don't know what the grade is on it. If it's a grade one, grade two, grade three. um, But if it's a high ankle sprain, he's gonna, man, and he's a mobile, he's a mobile guy. If he was yeah. just a, a statue back there, just, you know, add some protection, maybe keep a full back in the chip, but He's a mobile guy. He makes plays on the move. And I'll be I'll be really shocked to see him just flying around the field. If he has, then it's probably not as bad as we think it is.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Moving around to other parts of the Kansas City offense. Uh, Cleveland, you know, one thing I've never come on here and had to scream and yell and rant about regarding the Chiefs.
1: Kelsey getting the ball.
0: Yes, I've never had to say throw it to Kelsey.
1: No, I, I don't think in the in the history of the show you've ever used the word Kelsey not involved in the offense. Right, and even in games
0: where he's not super involved, it's because like they are successfully using the dust balls or Tyreek, <laughs> right, when it's like you go back and forth. But I've never been like, man, they lost this game because they didn't involve Travis Kelsey. And again, in this game, Travis Kelsey, fourteen catches, ninety-eight yards, two touchdowns.
1: You got to, you got to get your guys involved.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, and now one of those touchdowns came from, uh, the chiefs backup quarterback still in the league, Chad Henney.
1: I couldn't, when you guys text that, I thought you were fucking around. I was like, no way. This guy's still in the league getting a check. No way.
0: High school class of 2004.
1: (laughs) Good for him, man. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, so when Mahomes did come out for a little bit and Henny came in and took the ball over on the two yard line in a tied game, I mean, did you think that it was possible the Jags could pull this off, or did you think that Henny would get him out of trouble? Mahomes is coming back but we started that didn't,
1: time I went with the more the more experienced hands in there. Obviously, you know, Henny's played a, a ton of well, he's been in the league a ton of ton of years. But um given give a ch- uh, a team that kind of chance, um, no, I, I thought the Jags were gonna soar. Shore back. I, I just I didn't have Henny saying, oh, I'm going to light it up here. Yeah. I didn't think yeah.
0: so. Yeah, <laughs> Ben says he couldn't believe it. He thought it was over when Chad Henny came <laughs> into the game. But no, Chad Henny leads, leads the Chiefs down the field on a uh, critical 98-yard touchdown drive, ending a touchdown pass to Travis, to Travis Kelsey. And, you know, we don't mention Henny a lot because he doesn't play a lot. Remember, two years ago, he came in to – uh, the divisional round against the Browns and had to convert at the end of the game it had to actually go and win the game for Kansas City. So it's not like he hasn't done this before. But mm. my, my yeah. last note I have here is that the um for the Jags, I mean, they were clearly outmatched in this game, but they're gonna be one of the most fascinating offseason teams. Um, they're gonna be division favorites, you would presume. Uh, I mean, it's not gonna be 87 year old ryan Tannehill and derrick henry who might even be on the titans it's certainly not going to be houston and it's not going to be the jeff saturday led colts right so correct um so and they add calvin ridley
1: coming off that suspension yep yep i can't i still can't believe that a year for that that's wow
0: yeah man um but, I mean, good for him, though, because he knows he's joining the Jags next year, so he did put 15000 on the Chiefs' money line in this game. Too <laughs> good,
1: good for him. I should have phoned <laughs> up something with
0: him. Hedges <laughs> emotional bets. Um, uh, so, yeah, they had Calvin Ridley. You know, they got the number one overall pick who was playing pretty well this year, Trayvon Walker. So the Jags are going to be very interesting going into next year. The center net game. Giant seven at the Eagles 38. Um, now sure, last right. week, <laughs> yeah, last week I said, even if the Eagles win by 50, this has been a successful season for the Giants. Well, it wasn't by 50, but it was an ass kicking. You agreed with that statement last week. Do you still agree with it that this was a successful season?
1: Yeah, I do. Given where, given what they had to work with personnel wise, given new coach, um, you know, getting these guys to buy in. Yeah, of course. I mean, I mean, no one wants to get this close and and get it, But I, uh, I mean, you know, obviously they're, they they played the a superior team uh, in, uh, every, uh, in every in every way you could say that.
0: Yes. Um. Except for the running back position. That's about
1: Correct.
0: it. <laughs> um. Which just goes to show. All right. Um. Yeah. So they don't have written down here. That so, you know the Eagles have not been fully healthy for about a month, and it feels like everybody forgot that this is the best team in the league.
1: Yeah. And so it been finally everybody- yeah. We, yeah. We had to see garden for what? Two weeks.
0: uh, Three. And then three. Hertz came back and like was clearly still not completely right. And, you know, they beat the giants then, but yeah, you know, the Eagles could have put up 70 points here if they wanted to.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. It was, it was shocking to see um, how, how it turned out. But again, I think if you're a giants fan and, you know, it, it it it's a great season because again personnel that personnel wise, you kind of know what you got in your quarterback, but is he your guy? I don't know.
0: Well, there is um reporting today from oh the Giants beat reporter whose name escapes me. I should have written written it down. Uh, you would know it as soon as I said it. Um, um that they are going to commit to Dimes, and the question is, are they just going to franchise tag him for one year? Or are they going to give him a long term contract? If they tag him for one year, it's a thirty one point one million dollars. That's like the Tannehill golf range right now.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I wouldn't honestly. I wouldn't. You know, I'm not a Giants fan. I have no horse in this race, but I would. Uh, it's kind of like a one more year to prove it <laughs> type of thing. Yeah, versus, on the quarterback in the
0: third round and
1: yeah, versus committing handcuffing yourself to him for a possible four years. Situation, and then you know, if 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 he burns out some kind of way, then you're stuck with them. You're stuck with his big contract that you try to offload.
0: Yes. However, there's a catch. Each team only has one franchise tag, so if they tag Dimes, they they cannot take Saquon. Saquon.
1: Yeah. And I think you and Maddie Ice probably was alerting to this at some point if this ever happened. I think uh, one of the years that we've been doing this. Um. And again, because they were both high picks. <laughs> yeah. this They could have got dimes at 17. <laughs> yeah. And not yep. have this problem.
0: Yep. But now they're going to have to pick which one they want a franchise tag. And honestly,
1: I... I'd pick dimes because of the um, uh, Saquon's injury uh, record.
0: So do you let Saquon walk then? Or do you sign him to a long-term deal?
1: I, I sign him to a long-term deal because I think he wants to be a giant. Um... I think they can use. I mean, they use him pretty good in that offense. I don't, where else can he go with with that? They can use him
0: anywhere. i Tennessee. Buffalo. Buffalo,
1: Buffalo,
0: Buffalo. I'm sure would love to have him. <laughs> right. True. Um, uh. Yeah. I mean, Saquon would start in most Pittsburgh. You know, he he supplant most running backs. Uh, in most in most places. But here's the thing. So if they sign Saquon to a long term deal and they decide they want Dimes next year to a long-term deal. Now they've got a long-term deal on Danny Dimes and Saquon Barkley. Is that a great foundation for
1: the team? No, because then you need receivers. Right. You don't have receivers. you got to commit to either bring someone in or, or get a good – I mean, you guys know better than – you and Scott know better than I do what the rookie class is going to look like in the next two years possibly. Yeah. Um, can you wait that long? But again, yeah, it's a very sticky situation because you got two guys that you got to pay. Essentially.
0: Yeah. Uh Rookie receiver class this year, deep, but not super top heavy mm-hmm. Uh next year. So draft of 2024, uh Marvin Harrison Jr. is coming in and should go in the top five like Jamar Chase.
1: OK, so then you got to just weather the storm, franchise one of them, pay one of them and get another get a receiver and get an older receiver in who is going to take mediocre money. But it's going to be in but- a big but it's going to be in New York. But
0: here's the thing. So if you if you franchise Dimes and sign Saquon, then you have to sign Dimes later. and know you've got them both on big money. If you franchise Saquon, you'd have to sign Dimes now or let them go. This is why I don't think they'd be insane to just let them both go.
1: I, I could see why you went with that because you don't value running backs you don't you could right. think you, could, you know pick up a guy at target tonight, like you yes. always
0: say. <laughs> yes.
1: And dimes dimes is really, you know, he's he's second tier guy, you know, he's he's not lighting it up. He played, he got better. Ball security was really good this year. Yeah, but again, you know, we want the dimes from two weeks ago, not not last week. Well, that's the thing,
0: and this thing that we were talking about last week, and Ben in the chat was talking about what's the issue with Jared Goff, and we saw it here with Danny Dimes. When you run up against a, a far superior opponent, you're dead.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And that's exactly that's what ha- happened. So I think that Dimes caps their ceiling, and then you don't want to invest the running back. I would actually be inclined to let them both walk mm. um, and test the market, but— Who's the I, back of man- Davis webb? Uh, He wants to get into coaching. Report today. He actually wants to retire and become a quarterbacks coach.
1: Wow! So that solves that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah. So they'd be in the market for a Jimmy G, Derek Carr type, but you got to sign them to a longer term deal. And is that that much better? Like it's just don't draft shitty quarterbacks in the first round. That's really that's really the solution.
1: I think I think they. I mean, with with their. With their coaching philosophy, there that we saw, I don't, I don't think they got time to 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 coach up a young guy.
0: I mean, they do though, because they ball. This is his year zero, so that's pretty yeah, technically, good. Technically, yeah, that's a great year zero. And then now you're starting. I mean, if they if they went four and thirteen this year, like they should have, they'd be letting everybody walk and be like it's full rebuild and whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you know, they could be a better team next year and miss the playoffs. Because yeah. they really overperformed this year.
1: <laughs> I mean <laughs> like, I mean that division was stacked. I mean that division was stacked. Everyone everyone yeah. performed pretty good. So yeah. Right. You know.
0: But they could so they could be a better all around football team next year, win two fewer games and miss the playoffs.
1: That's true. That's very I didn't and so, like that. Yeah.
0: And if that happens and they got rid of Danny Dimes, they got rid of Saquon, you know their medi- who's immediately going to catch the blame is the coach. Yep. So that's a tough situation that I would uh, not want to be in a position. I do want to be in is those of us on this podcast predicting this game. I said 34 to 13 Philly. You said 35, 14 Philly and Scott said 27, 14 Philly. So we were all over. Yeah. The giants getting obliterated.
1: I saw, I I saw no, I saw no way forward for them. No, I saw no way forward. I mean, um, even if, even if like, uh, even if uh, one of the receivers got injured on the Eagles or if Hurts couldn't go, I don't think they still would have won this game.
0: No, I don't think so either. I mean, the Eagles were just fired up, but so much that it's connected to Hurts. Jalen Hurts is so good.
1: Yeah, he's so it it lends to the argument of what we we all say, what is truly what the MVP is supposed to be, right? You take a guy out of the equation and you watch the team implode, right? Or yes. like like how we have Baltimore, where you got one guy as the focal point of your offense. So he's yeah. like the team relies so much on you. So which is which is the barometer that you test the MVP for? Like, is it the Jalen Hurts um, scenario or the Lamar um, Jackson oh. scenario? Oh,
0: I thought you were here for Mark Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go, listeners. I just I just dissed Lamar Jackson. It is possible. I know. I did. I did finally diss Lamar Jackson one time, you know, before he joins the Lions. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, The Sunday three o'clock game. Bengals 27 at the Bills 10. The Bills were favored by three and a half points. Cleve, this game was not even close. This was an ass kicking.
1: So. This is where I'm going to revert back to the the guy I was two years ago on Josh Allen. Right. So Josh Allen didn't look. So Dak is getting all this heat. I know we're going to get to that. He's getting all this heat, but Josh Allen deserves some heat too because he looked absolutely lost out there. I don't know what was going on. It's a it's a home game, and where was the fight? You know, you got your receivers that I guess they're you know they're good enough friends, but they can argue like that. But this guy's telling you, "Yo, I'm I'm open. Trust that I'm open. You know, just throw me the ball," mm-hmm. and it's not happening for for whatever reason.
0: Yeah, uh, I think I think the difference here, and people you like to come down on Dak as well, but it's a bit unfair, like Josh Allen is clearly very good at playing quarterback in the NFL, like mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts could have a shitty game against San Francisco this week, and he's still really good, right, like, so Josh Allen is very good, I think that there's something else is going on here that we didn't really give enough consideration to, but you have, um, if not directly, it's indirectly because you said the Bengals would go to the Super Bowl again. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, meaning that you think the Bengals are the best team in the AFC. Yes, and it's possible that the Bengals are just better than the Bills.
1: I yes. So going back, <laughs> like, just to, uh, so just going back to the quarterback. Just I stayed on the quarterbacks in this situation. Um, what we saw was a quarterback who couldn't get protection in a Super Bowl. Right, had he been protected, we would have been singing his praises because I honestly think, um, as much as as much as great as Josh Allen is a a great talent, I think Burrow gets lost in that, lost in that somewhere. He's very, he's very under the radar. He's a excellent quarterback, like, he is a great. He looked, he had it figured out. He looked, yeah, firing all cylinders. I was like, this is like, this is quarterbacking right here in a bad weather game, um, on the road, you know.
0: He looks so, great. and for, I titled the YouTube for this one is Joe Burrow, the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, <laughs> and I titled that because like, that is, that is the discourse all over the place. You know, I got, I got people up at the job who are telling me that, uh, Joe Burrow's a top three quarterback in the league and he's not number three, like, you mm-hmm. know, all this stuff. And I'm like, it's hard to argue because Joe Burrow is obviously excellent. But I just think in general, especially with the Bills without Von Miller, without Michael Hyde, like uh, Micah Hyde, um, that the Bengals are just the better team. I mean,
1: but didn't the Joe Bengals Mc- have a couple of guys out as well
0: uh, on the offensive line? Yes, yes on um, the
1: offensive line. This is what yeah. I'm saying to you. So yeah. they made adjustments, whatever the game plan was. Yeah, they know they knew that that's his Achilles heel, so to speak. So they, they yeah. It was dialed yeah. up for him to perform with. Well, they have they have a um, guys out.
0: They have a good young project offensive tackle who was a five star top ten in the country high school guy, went to USC, disappeared, now shows up on the Bengals, and that's Jackson Carmen, and he played great in this game. No shock there, though, that he's
1: great. Uh, that great, he's showing great up. Observation, Ben.
0: Uh, um. Let's see here. So Ben says one game is just one game, but that last game showed that Joey ball game is at another level. Mahomes four years ago, you know, I, I think so too. Burrow is three and zero against the chiefs. Yep. He's now beating the chiefs in the playoffs on the road. He's beating the bills playoffs on the road. At the very least, we have to consider the Bengals in that conversation with the other two. Yes. Right. They're, they're there. And so I'll just real quick, real quickly. Uh, Joe Mixon or the bills running backs. Who would you take? Joe Mixon. T Higgins or Gabe Davis.
1: Gabe Davis is not, he doesn't show up all the time. Like, I don't know which Gabe Davis yeah. you're going to get. Right. T Higgins <laughs> is the
0: man, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> now I don't want to get you in trouble. I don't want to get you in trouble. Put Jamar chase or Steph Niggs. Ooh. I'll say it. I'll say it. it's chase. Yeah. It's chase. <laughs> right. Like, Hated Hurst or Dawson Knox, like it does across the board. Yeah, across the board. The only position where I think I would rather have the Bills player is the quarterback. Right. Yeah. Again, if you flip them, if you put Josh Allen with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Joe Mixon, the Bengals crush in this game too. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Josh Allen did not play great in this game, and I don't want to take it away from Joe Burrow, but I think his team is just better.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think, like I said when I made the pick about. Um, obviously I was wrong about the Rams, but when I made the pick, I'm like, man, you know, the protection, you know, situation mattered. Yep, he, yep. That mattered against that Rams defense last year. Are you kidding me? So, um, yeah, I mean, quarterbacking. I mean, I, I, I appreciate because we get to see all these different types of quarter. That's why I'm so high on Purdy. I like quarterbacking, the traditional yep. quarterbacking where check down, check down, throw or whatever you're going to mm-hmm. do versus check down, run. You know, all the time, like I I, I love a dynamic play, but I also like pocket passers. I, I like somebody who's going to deliver. And again, he played out there. And I heard some, I heard this somewhere, and I might be wrong, that they don't think that the Buffalo Bills had the right equipment for the field, like the, the cleats or whatever. I heard it's it somewhere. Field. I can't remember. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why it sounds weird. <laughs> but, but meaning like they were slipping and sliding and mm-hmm. they were fine. So it reminded me of like the Gail Sayers thing where in, in the mud where he's running fine and everyone's sliding around his ice capades. Like, like yeah. what is he wearing?
0: <laughs> um Josh Norris from Underdog Sports, who has a great YouTube show called Scheme with Josh McCown, where they go through and like break down the plays in depth. Um, he was making a point about Joe Burrow that what a lot of teams like to do to Allen and to Mahomes is play uh uh too high safety look, right? Because those quarterbacks want to go down the field all the time. Yeah. But Burrow's like, "All right, I will throw the ball to Joe Mixon 47 times ever moving down this field." And the second you slide <laughs> one of those safeties towards the line of scrimmage, oh, Jamar Chase that. and T Higgins, whichever one single covered, you're dead.
1: Yeah.
0: So, you know, I think you got to play the Bengals a little bit a little bit differently in order in order to beat them and um, we'll get into the game coming up here, but they are favored at Kansas City, and I don't think it's unfair.
1: Well, yeah, especially with, with Mahomes possibly being hurt. I man, they better hope he's not hurt.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, you and Scott both took Cincinnati to win last week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, which good for Scott because he said Buffalo would go to the Super Bowl at the start of the playoffs, then immediately switched as soon as uh, <laughs> Cincinnati was available. No, I uh, mean,
1: I mean. Um, uh, Josh. Josh has had two bad games.
0: He,
1: yeah. yeah, he had two bad games. And again, you know, if if you're gonna kill Dak, obviously, you know, if we're stacking up Dak versus Josh Allen. It's, it's apples and oranges. But again, if you're gonna if you're gonna plague a guy for having a bad game, then you know, share that love around. Yeah, he got Dak out, he got he got out quarterback at a home in in his house. Yes, he got he got out court. Uh, Outplayed in, at his own home, you know, and
0: not in a situation like against Kansas City last year, where he got outplayed by Mahomes, but he played great, yeah, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Allen throws her five hundred yards, yeah. five touchdowns, and loses. Like he can't really,
1: yeah,
0: hammer him for that. Oh, yeah. um, by the way, Dak catches just a lot of extra heat because he's the quarterback of the Cowboys. If he was the quarterback of the Titans, nobody would care. Yeah, <laughs> um, he gets all that talk because of where where he's at. All right, um, final game from this last week. Cowboys 12, at the 49ers 19 49ers were favored by four and a half. So they did end up covering Um, these teams had not played yet this season. And I thought that that could lead to Purdy having some struggles. Um, And he did. I mean, he he really did struggle in this game, but he didn't make any critical mistakes. Meanwhile, Dak was handing out critical mistakes like Halloween candy.
1: I I mean, I think it's, there's something about, when when the kids say you're doing too much, right? With the compliment of what they got out there, receivers. Well, the receiver core, I, I don't like their receiver core, per se. I
0: mean, I mean, C. D. Lamb is awesome, but yeah, after that, yeah, after that, there, yeah, there's nobody. Who,
1: yeah, yeah, there's nobody. So, um, if you're forcing the ball in, in into traffic, um, like he's throwing, he throws picks where you're like, wh- what is he seeing? Like, I wish I had like a. a a, a GoPro on his head on his helmet to see what he was looking at. Yeah, I'm like, What are you like? Who are you throwing to?
0: Yeah, no, he made some huge mistakes. So, his line in this game 23 of 37, 206 yards, no touchdowns, two picks. And so, what I thought watching this game is that Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, and Hertz they win this game for Dallas by 10 points.
1: Yep, I, I can see that.
0: Yeah, because again, Purdy was not great. I mean, one of his biggest plays of the game was a crazy good catch by george kittle
1: which (laughs) which you know honestly when i saw that i was like the fearlessness to get not cut in half because the minute you catch that ball that's like a that's like you're you're unprotected like you're looking that thing in and you're gonna get yeah walloped
0: yeah no i um but again purdy didn't play bad by any stretch but he didn't play well enough to beat an elite quarterback. Here he played he played like dimes level, but that was better than what Dak was doing by
1: far. I mean, again, but it was also against a great defense. So he he did as a rookie in the spot that he's in, meaning mm-hmm. you know his his NFL career is what eight games, seven games, something like that.
0: Yeah, it's eight. No, oh now
1: yeah, eight. No, eight. <laughs> no, I <I'll> take that. <laughs> But, again, people say he hasn't faced anybody. And I hate when people say that because, again, these teams get paid paid to play, too, and these players get paid to play, too, as well. So I, I just don't understand. Um, but, again, he did – I don't know if I – see, is he a game manager or no?
0: Yeah, yeah. But I think that I think that the 49ers system calls for a game managers who could be game-changing and running the ball. And – he can't be game-changing running the ball. So he can manage the game well because system. great players. I mean, Debo's great. Kittle's great. McCaffrey's great. Iuke is really good. Trent Williams might be the best left tackle of all time. I mean, they've got
1: great they're stacked. players yeah, they're stacked. Yeah, they're stacked. around
0: yeah. him. So as long as he doesn't make the critical mistakes, they'll win most of the time. And he didn't make the mistakes. But, again, you put Joe Burrow on the Cowboys, they're winning 31-19, to 34-19. Yeah
1: but what, what but what I like about Purdy is again he does what he's supposed to do and he's he's showing that he's coachable obviously and that he's a system guy you put him in a good system he can thrive
0: yeah yeah and he could play better than he did as well and he could play well enough to beat the Eagles but if he repeats that performance
1: no 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 the,
0: the they're done if,
1: if he beats the Eagles it's gonna have to be some like some weird stuff going on like somebody got hurt or' I know, know. Hurts is out. Or
0: or just play out of his mind. Like just, you know, twenty two of twenty seven, right, gets a couple long catching runs from Debo. That that sort of thing. But if he plays like he did against Dallas, the Eagles will win by double digits.
1: Yeah. I agree with that.
0: Other news out of this game, Tony Pollard broke his fibula. Um, don't need to consult with the trainer doctor for that one. I know that's no, bad.
1: You, you're not coming back in for that, bro. <laughs> no, it's a big, big bone. <laughs>
0: yeah. They do not make horse tranquilizers strong enough. Um, so he's, uh, he's out, they said for at least three months, but that seems like it should be longer than that.
1: I mean, but again, these are high, these are high class athletes So the okay. healing, the healing and the, the rehab and the whatever they're going to get. You and I don't get that. We, yeah. we would, you and I would be out for three or four months. But he see. he may be r- up and up and running in about you know in about that time frame.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah. See, so we need Don in the chat. When he was fourteen, he broke his fibula and tibia at the same time.
1: Damn.
0: Um. And I think, of course, he did like right before summer vacation, so he lost his entire summer vacation
1: Damn, and that's laid tough.
0: up in the bed. Um. But I think. Yeah, I guess for him it was like four months, and that would have been 1969-ish, 70, somewhere in there. So I guess if he's up in four months, then three months, I guess, makes sense for Pollard. It's just one bone, too. Mm -hmm. Um, The difference is that Tony Pollard is about to become a free agent.
1: Yeah, and you got the Zeke problem. Like, do you keep Zeke? No,
0: Zeke's (laughs) gone. Yeah. Zeke already said today that he'd be willing to take a pay cut in order to stay. I mean, bro, just keep your pride and get cut.
1: Oh, yes, to get picked up. (laughs) Yeah,
0: just like if they're like, because all you are doing is undercutting your own value with another team at that point. Like, you got to just be like, this is what I'm worth. And then when they cut you, then you open negotiations with new teams from that point. Once you'd be like, oh, I'll take a pay cut to stay here. They cut you anyways. Well, now other teams are going to start at a pay cut rate.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, I'd be mad if I was his agent. Um,
1: That last play. What do you think of that bullshit?
0: So I actually think that they're a, that they're a little hard done by here and that they're that there's a lot of things being conflated so Mike McCarthy is n- not good <laughs> but, but I don't think this last play is representative of that for one these plays have about a 001 percent chance of working ever anyways. so I like trying something completely unique and different with the different alignment and all that right. What we also don't know is if the play is well-designed, was the pass to Turpin too far, right? If Jack threw too far too far down the field, then of course, he's going to get hit as soon as he catches it. Like, you know, it, it looked poorly executed as well, though maybe they didn't practice it enough, and that goes back to the coach. But I just don't think you could look at that play not going well and being like, oh, that's a sign that the coach is awful. To me, the fact that it's creative and different is one of the nicest things you can say about Mike McCarthy.
1: So I I have a different I, and I respect what you just said. I have a different thing. You you put Zeke to block to play center to block, which right, like you said, maybe you got to practice the hell out of that thing. Zeke Zeke is not in that position to make that block anyway. That guy ran through him, gave so he gave Dak no time to 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 sight down who he's, who he's going to throw to. But going place hold that going back uh, a quarter or two. How does the tight end not know, like, well, how lazy was that catch to not drag your fucking, your, your back foot? Like, Let me tell are you, about you Dalton fucking Schultz. kidding me?
0: Yeah, so what clip's referring to is that earlier, uh, not this, yeah, on this drive, as they're trying to move down the field to get a position for a game, uh, well, I assume game-winning touchdown. Yeah, I we think need, we're kick like, this. we
1: need this. This is this, all yeah. this, is, all these are needed possessions well, that we Well, they need. were down
0: seven. They weren't going to kick the extra point to tie with Maher having missed 94 in a row. So they would have gone for two in the win. Yeah. So they need it. Like this was it. And there's a pass to Dalton Schultz along the sideline that picked up 17 yards. Like got him into Hail Mary territory. Yeah. And he just nonchalantly gets one foot down, doesn't come down with the other foot. Um
1: then walks no, the ball it, back in.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then he right dropped, in, bro. And he dropped the pass right before that too. Uh Oh, Offline, Paul was like, "Is he punk- is he point shaving? Like, what is going on here?" Yeah, like, I
1: was, I'm like, "You need like you need these possessions. like you this is yeah. where this is where you get your this is where you get your money. You're getting paid yeah. here." Man, well, boy. um,
0: um, uh on underdog, I have a playoff best ball team that is stacked up. It is Bengals and Eagles with a couple Cowboys, and I missed advancing to the next round again Bengals and Eagles. I missed advancing to the next round by 0.08 points with Dalton Schultz. Wow. So if he just gets his foot down
1: <laughs> Fuck, man.
0: So I was very mad. I was quite unhappy <laughs> at the time this yeah. was happening. I was
1: no, it's I such was, a it's a, such a lazy I mean the effort like yeah. just track you made the catch. You're going out of yeah. bounds. Drag the back foot. Right. And put it down.
0: And he went to Stanford. So he's not stupid. So we know it's just a lack of like effort or concentration. Um, But yeah, for the last play, like I don't mind having Zeke play center because the entire point is once they start doing pitchy pitchy woo woo, they're in different positions than the defense is used to. Because the points to catch them like out of position, Lamb can make one move at some point and go. So when I,
1: okay. So so when I thought, sorry to cut you there. So when I thought, when I thought when he um hiked the ball, he was going to release, so so it would at that point give sight lines down the um sidelines, and then you got a, a guy in the middle,
0: but he's an ineligible receiver, he's the center, so he can't release right, oh, he can't Jesus. release till the pass is thrown. But what always happens on these plays, or what happened to Mac Jones? Jacoby Myers throws it back, and the only people back there are Mac Jones and an offensive lineman. Right? Yeah. The offensive linemen always end up with the ball in this case. So instead, they're like, well, we're going to move the linemen out of the way, have them blocking downfield as receivers. Once they complete one pass, now everybody's eligible behind us, and now we've got Lamb and Zeke and all these other people. But for one, the play probably didn't involve Zeke. It probably involved Pollard, but he was hurt. Yeah. So, so the, to me, it, it makes so then sense. Why
1: even, so if you don't have the personnel for it, then why even run it? Because again, if, if this is if this is a game, if this is a drive that you need, obviously, and I'm assuming the defense is in prevent, right? They got guys back, right? So the best you can get, I forgot the down the distance. I mean, the the uh, time on the clock. Like, three get, seconds. It was over. Yeah, this is last yeah, play. So, so yeah, th- this is a hail mary situation where these guys are streaking downfield.
0: But like, it's but they're too start. far away. Yeah, because of Schultz, so they were too far away for a hail mary. I don't dislike the idea. I don't dislike the idea of having skill players show up in different scenarios than you would expect in a situation like that. Cause you have to do something different because it's such a low probability play anyways. Right. And so my guess is they even had a scheme for blocking downfield. I bet they had offensive linemen converging on one point, And the whole point was to set up a wedge for CD lamb eventually. Right. And it, the initial throw just got blown up. But I actually yeah. think that the design of the play was probably something interesting and different, and it's like the one good thing Mike McCarthy did the entire game.
1: I mean showed a little balls, but I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can't just line up like the Patriots and throw back to Dak and get stiff armed to the earth, right? Like you gotta you gotta try something. So um so, I did not I did not hate that.
1: So <clears throat> do you think that Dak could win a Super Bowl?
0: Not with the Cowboys,
1: not with the Cowboys. I knew you were gonna. I knew you were gonna say that.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I will say this: Mike McCarthy is never gonna win a Super Bowl ever again. That I'm confident. <laughs> so who knows? They f- bring in Sean Payton and Jerry Jones. You know, stops being so involved either through uh, understanding that he's a problem, or you know father time is undefeated, you know, something like that. And then they have a good coach or whatever. I think Dak is talented enough to win a Super Bowl. I mean, I think her cousin's talented enough to win a Super Bowl, right? So Dak could, but he's – they're not going to. The Cowboys Mm -hmm. aren't going to win a Super Bowl. I mean, they're a – they win too many games to be a joke franchise, but if we're being serious, they're kind of a joke franchise.
1: Well, I mean, in in their division, they're, they're like the little brothers now to the Eagles
0: but aren't they always behind somebody like aren't they behind Eli yeah. for a while then they're yeah. behind like Washington for a year you know rarely are they just like so absolutely dominant and they never put it together like the eagles did this year
1: i just i don't um like i don't dislike dak as a as a as a person i just think as a quarterback um i don't know where he i don't know where he stacks up like is he is he is he a top 10 guy top 15
0: well, he's definitely top 15. He's above He's above average in the NFL. Um, but it's interesting because there's so many quarterbacks now that are, that are younger than him that are much better than him. Um, and he, yeah. But, like, when this year started, you would not say Trevor Lawrence is better than Dak Prescott, but now you would say it without any hesitation. Mm-hmm. And how many more are going to come in and have that? Tr- like, right now, is Justin Fields better than Dak Prescott? Maybe, but a year from now, like, mm. you see what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, and then some of the players above him will leave. Rodgers will leave. Brady will leave. That'll open up the door for Dak some more. But he could, he could just be likable. Kirk Cousins.
1: Hmm. Wow.
0: Um, you know he he's got a lot to he's got a lot of work to do, <coughs> and that team has a lot of work to do too. That I don't think they're going to do all right um by the way i apologize for the uh for the coughing uh scott has the flu um and you know sure jordan showed up for the flu and scott did not but you know whatever um (laughs) no get well soon scott um but i feel like everybody's got a cough right now so i apologize for for that also i muted my mic one time and broke the stream (laughs) a couple (laughs) months ago so i'm afraid to do it again um uh, is that boomerish? Uh, I did just turn 40 last Friday, so I feel like I can be a boomer about things now.
1: Man, welcome. Welcome to the. Uh, how you feel, by the way? Happy, happy, happy birthday. I know I wish you happy birthday already, but how do you. Yeah. What did you do? Do you do anything fun?
0: Uh, so we, for the first time, for the first time ever, despite where we live, went to Aldo's. Aldo's. The oh. Italian in the research park, like oh. right across from you?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. How was that? Yeah.
0: It was fantastic. Really? Yeah, so I've there's never, this... I've
1: never gone either. I've, I've never gone. Okay,
0: there. Yeah, you got, you got. I mean, you could, like, you could literally run there. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's not that far, but you could run there mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so there's a hole in the wall Italian joint in a research park right by Cleveland I Like, <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. It looks like the Dilbert office building. Yeah, <laughs> and then it has this mom and pop Italian restaurant in it that always has great reviews, and we've just never gone. And so for my birthday, we were like, "That's it. We're going."
1: Wow, I and check it was it, out. it was
0: it. really okay. good. So, um, uh, that is uh, not a paid, not a paid advertisement from from Aldo, but <laughs> you know, whatever. This place is awesome, and I love local places like that. Yeah, so, yeah,
1: for
0: real. I bet they, I bet they kill at lunch with all the employees right there.
1: Oh man, yeah. I
0: bet they just then, clean up,
1: and they had a hotel that's right there. So two hotels. Yes, that's in yes. That's
0: in yep. Um, which by the way, have you seen this news that the people who were here for january 6th the insurrectionists they had a hotel in virginia with a bunch of weapons stockpiled ready to shove uh, ready to ship into dc
1: was that the they, one next to us well <laughs> they
0: haven't specified but you and i know that <laughs> hotel was taken over by yeah, insurrectionists.
1: yeah 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 we yeah we heard them chanting and marching or whatever well not only that i went I to go to
0: CVS that day and like they were coming off the metro going to CVS, and i was like that wow. ain't worth it you know i could i'll i'll just I'll just go without a dr pepper's here or, uh today you know <laughs> i, I could make that work um so i don't they haven't identified which hotel it is but I would not be shocked it's, if there was like sad. a
1: if I there mean, was just
0: a terrorist weapons cache in the hotel like a hundred feet from us
1: why wouldn't it be that because the metro stop is right there
0: right I mean
1: why wouldn't it be that
0: and I was thinking like, well, it could be one in Arlington, but Arlington's harder to get out of than Alexandria. Yes. Yep. So if you're looking to make a quick getaway, which you would think if you're coming with an arsenal, you might want to do. I'm I'm thinking that we just had just a stockpile of terrorist weapons in this hotel next door to us. Um so, anyways, uh turning 40. You sent me a text, asshole. You said 40's the new 40.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm at the tail end. You just got in. I'm at the tail end of it, bro.
0: Oh man, do we need to get a fourth host who isn't ancient so we can? Uh,
1: no, because like, they this new generation. They don't know football. They they're gonna start with, like they they won't know the Brady years. The they won't know. I mean, they're like Mahomes and 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 this new crop. They don't remember yeah. the quarterbacks of yesteryear.
0: I have a um uh, uh a friend at the job who is 22. Uh, wow. Shout out to Emmanuel. Um, and he said something. What did he say? He said, I really started to get, I, I believe he said, I really started to get into football with Odell Beckham Jr.
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah. And, wow.
0: and I was like, oh, because I really started to get into football with like Dan Marino. <laughs> right.
1: Blair Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Like Jim Harbaugh was the quarterback at Michigan when I started getting to football. <laughs>
1: wow!
0: And it's, it's like, yeah, Odo Beckham Jr. the catch. That's when I started getting into it. I'm like, okay, young man.
1: <laughs> actually, actually, I go back to like Walter Payton and Bo Jackson and those yeah. guys. Great, great. And you know me, I'm a running back guy. So, yeah, ever running backs. Yeah, you.
0: I mean, I don't. I really don't want to start sounding like an old fart now that I am one, but. To me, if you didn't grow up playing Tecmo Bowl or Tecmo Super Bowl, <laughs> Madden '92 at the worst. Like yeah, Madden '92 at the worst. You gotta have the ambulance come on the field and Bruce Smith injures Randall Cunningham. Like you gotta have something like that. Wow. Or, yeah. Um. Oh, that was great too because the ambulance would come on the field and run over the other players. On yeah, 22. yeah, that was <laughs> that
1: was great. I um, I was talking to somebody. Uh, recently, um, because I i have like mostly all the Maddens and I play yeah. the older ones because the features like the combine and 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 yeah, the, uh, th- those things are always fun. And I could yeah. play those errors again where I'm playing, you know, um, Marie- I mean, I'm sorry, I'm playing Peyton versus Brady and stuff like that. So, you know, yeah, it's always fun.
0: Yeah, no, my uh, I like to play the dynasty mode for like 45 years.
1: Oh, yeah, I <laughs> just have Next. like. That's where Madden was fun. I don't know why they ever changed the formulas or how they used to do it. This new shit, the yard and yeah, go get me started.
0: Yeah, and well, it seems like too that as they add more features, they take attention away from other features. Yeah, the playable ones. Yeah, so it's like, listen, either just add more staff to add the new features, or just keep making the existing features better.
1: Ben, who was the cover athlete on '92? I can't remember who the cover athlete was.
0: I thought the cover on ninety two was Madden himself,
1: because I thought it was yeah. him
0: for a while. Because he was him at the original computer. He was in on ninety. There was no Madden ninety one, and I think Madden ninety two. I think it was, I think it was him again. Now I got it. Now I got to Google it. Um,
1: it, you you might be right. It might be Madden on the cover.
0: Here we go. I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up right now. It is. It's Madden with a football field behind him.
1: Yeah, you're um, right.
0: Yeah, uh, speaking of sports video games, um, now that we're off on this tangent, the EA Sports uh, NCAA game got delayed to next summer.
1: You know why? This the NIL stuff. These guys are going to be asking for a ton of cash.
0: Incorrect. They've actually got that all sorted out.
1: They got that. They got the NIL stuff sorted out. Really?
0: Yeah, it's a flat. It's a flat rate per player. That's sorted out. The issue is that they're not building on top of the old game because the old game was two systems ago, right? NCAA 14s oh. for PlayStation 3. They can't use that infrastructure. They
1: can use the Madden. So Madden has um, in their face of the franchise, they have the college yeah. mode where you play like a, a game, like the championship game or whatever. Yes. They, they can use that engine, right?
0: Yeah, except people don't really like the Madden engine and mm-hmm. colleges have the same feel of the NFL. So they're starting from scratch, right? Wow. They're they're starting. They're starting over, and it's just taking um. It's taking too long, so it's pushed back to next summer now. Which I thought it was going to be this August that was coming out. I was so Damn. excited, but now it's next summer, um, wow. which is good because uh, I'm our wedding stateside is August nineteenth. Can you imagine that game comes up like August fifteenth? I mean, I I might forget to show up, so <laughs> you can't you can't have that. So. Wow. We'll uh uh put that there. So, uh yeah, I'm old enough now to talk finally about games from 1992.
1: The year I graduated high school, man. I was 18.
0: Okay, well 92. that makes you feel a lot better. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> also, you're a grandpa, so that helps too.
1: <laughs> Indeed, brother. Well, I'm a pop pop. It's a difference. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay, pop pop. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> You have to be at least what fifty six to be grandpa,
1: yeah, something like that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, bad news for Scott. All right. <laughs> so, previewing the games here coming up this week. Uh, Sunday at three o'clock, we've got the Bengals at Chiefs. The Bengals, as I mentioned earlier, are favored by one and a half points. Now, this line opened as the Chiefs minus two and a half, and the you know uncertainty around Mahomes has moved it towards the Bengals. But honestly. I might think the Bengals should be favored, even if Mahomes is healthy.
1: I think the Bengals is going back, man. They're going to represent.
0: You know, if the if the Bengals and the Eagles win, you and I are going to be some severe victory laps because you had the Bengals in, in the season preview, and I had the Eagles in.
1: Yeah, you. Yeah, you did.
0: So. Um yeah that would be that would be pretty pretty incredible. Now these teams did meet in week 13. The Bengals won 27-24 at home. The Bengals got out to a 14-3 lead but the Chiefs were winning 24-17 at the start of the fourth quarter. Burrow threw the game winning touchdown pass to who caught the game winning touchdown pass leaf,
1: Was it was it T? No. Game winning. Oh, Mixon. No. Okay, I'm running out of guys. Chase, Chris Evans. Chris Evans, Captain America, yeah, it's a real person,
0: <laughs> but it is not Captain America. Uh, this Chris Evans actually went to Michigan. Um, really, yeah, so uh, he caught the game winning touchdown pass with nine minutes to go. But the key thing is that the, again, nine minutes to go, and Mahomes got shut down the rest of the way, wow. right? It's the Bengals defense that hung on to win this game, uh, a couple months ago, so I thought that was um. Really interested. Now we touched on this a little bit earlier with the high ankle sprain, and you mentioned that it would limit Mahomes' mobility this week if he's able to play.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, because Um, because, yeah, because he's he. I mean he 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 makes a living extending plays.
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean that makes that makes perfect sense. Is there any like would he could he be less accurate because of this, or is it just his ability to move around?
1: I think I think the, the way they play ball in Kansas City is that if if the if the scheme is set up and the the, the play falls apart, guys know to ad-lib their routes, right? Kelsey yeah. may know to drop it to the flat and just look, you know, just look for the ball. And yeah. maybe Chase says, Okay, well, if 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 I, I'm on a go route, but I might have to cut it short and maybe go to a post, something like that. So um with him being mobile, like he's able to create More angles, and I think him just standing there They're going to have to traditionally pass And the Bengals might Scheme that they're just going to like be in man Just man coverage, they're going to just Do their best Mm -hmm. to hold whoever they got In front of them, and that's that might be problematic Yeah, because that's not his game His game is not standing and just Carving you up from the pocket Uh, Joe could do that
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well the thing is, I wonder If Mahomes can do that Like he doesn't have to But like
1: there's, if he, yeah, I mean, but most of his career, we've seen him extend plays. Like that's kind yeah. of been his stick. So yeah, it'll be interesting if if they're if they do do that. That's like a fighter coming in. That's a southpaw that's going to come in right handed, and then in the fourth round, switch it up to go back to southpaw. Like that what would is be. The or-
0: the what is the origin of calling left-handed people southpaw? Do you know?
1: What's the origin of it calling? It yeah, southpaw? like wh- like
0: what. Yeah, like why is that? Why is why is a left-handed fighter called a southpaw?
1: Because so your your left hand is your uh is your power hand in in your stance, right? When you when you stand southpaw, left hand is back.
0: Right, but why the word southpaw? Oh,
1: I I don't know. I, I think it's okay. I think it's it's what well, paw is you know a paw, but right. I, I think it's north and south. I, I don't know. I, I I honestly don't know. <laughs> as you as you're talking, I'll look it up. Okay, yeah, because
0: now what's going to happen, we're going to look up something like horribly problematic.
1: <laughs> it might be racial. <laughs> right. We're
0: going to be like, uh, the the slaves that work the left side of the plantation were known as the Jesus. south side. <laughs> like nah, it was gonna that got, terrible. That
1: got dark real quick.
0: <laughs> something with the trail of tears, like something just absolutely terrible. <laughs> it's make up of the Irish, like something awful. Um, okay, so while he's looking that up, um, I will mention that you know, Ben says Chad Henny is ready to go, and I don't doubt it, and I love Chad Henny but he can't win an entire game against the Bengals. If if Chad Henny has to play this game, Cincinnati's going to the Super Bowl. You got an answer for us, Cleve?
1: Wow, it's, it actually comes from baseball.
0: Oh. Oh, so it is problematic.
1: <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> it says... It says late 19th century ballparks were laid out so that the pitcher looked in a westerly direction when facing the batter. The throwing all of the left-handed pitcher would be then be to the south, hence southpaw. Jesus, I never knew that.
0: Well, there you go. You'll learn something new every day. Um,
1: And there's a guy who invented it. William Bendigo Thompson is credited for having introduced the southpaw stance in the 19th century. all
0: billy thompson
1: yeah wow this is this is very interesting
0: yeah because like that's one of those things where it's like why in the world is it called that
1: yeah no i mean i'm like that with certain things certain things and when i was a kid i would always ask questions but why is that why is that why is that and you find out something you're like oh i didn't (laughs) want to know that like rule of thumb i i wish i didn't find out what that was
0: uh is that from like the inquisition taking thumbs to prove innocence or something
1: no, no. In the 18th century, it was legal to beat your wife with a rod no wider than your thumb.
0: Oh, that's terrible.
1: <laughs> that's, yeah, I, I was like, why did I have to know that? <laughs>
0: it's so what, bad. Were the husbands wearing skin tight white tank tops at the time?
1: Well, just just hope he wasn't John Henry with his thumb was like like two thumbs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: oh. oh. Yeah. That's uh. Oh man, we're gonna stop saying "rule thumb." Oh, by the way, uh. Uh, piece of cake, easiest cake, cakewalk. Those are all racist. Wow, all racist.
1: I just learned the water, the um, the uh, ice creams, the ice cream truck song is a very racist song.
0: Yes, yeah. Most of <laughs> most of those <laughs> <laughs> were just horribly racist songs where they updated the language. Yeah, man, I would never. I can't unhear it now. By the way, you know in like the 50s when they were upgrading those songs, there were people sitting around, these woke, they want to change our lyrics. This is a First Amendment issue. <laughs> I was like, no, we're just going to take the N-word out of the nursery rhyme. Is that okay with you? Man. <laughs> Mr. Bush. <laughs> I assume. Yeah, um,
1: two, two sports back then.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, speaking of baseball, something interesting, which – I will almost never say so. Vin Scully, who just uh, just passed the legendary yeah. broadcast for the Dodgers. He called the game with a pitcher born in 1996. And he called the game that Connie Mack was managing. And Connie Mack was born in 1862. Jesus. Yeah. That's like two years before the Civil War ended. Yes. Like, what? The fuck, what? How yes. that
1: even possible.
0: I mean, that's crazy, isn't it? Wow, wow, yeah, that
1: is insane. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. There's a. uh There are, Well, I don't know if they're still alive, but there were two living descendants of two presidents that served in the early 1800s.
0: Yeah, John Tyler had two living grandchildren. Yeah, uh, I think insane. they passed. Yeah, but, yeah, they passed by uh, now. Yeah, but he was like 61 when their father was born, who was like 61 when they were born. Yeah. So it. Yeah, but yeah, he was the tenth president. He had living kids in the twenty ten, living grandkids of the twenty tens.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah, Lincoln was the sixteenth. <laughs> that's crazy.
1: <laughs> that that's mind blowing. I, mean, I mean, who is?
0: So they were alive when Obama was president. Obama yes. was the forty fourth president,
1: and he was the tenth. That's thirty four presidents. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> that's insane. I I I mean, I love facts like that. I love stuff yeah. like that. That's mind blowing
0: yeah the connecting the connecting the time uh sorry one last one that I swear we'll move on to the last game uh dinosaur bones weren't discovered till the early 1800s George Washington died in 1799 so George Washington never knew dinosaurs were a thing <laughs> lived his whole life and never knew about
1: dinosaurs wow wow <laughs> and he, he, he and he lived his all li- his he lived his whole life not seeing slavery get ended uh
0: no he did not uh um, yeah. <laughs> including including at mount vernon um, yeah which by the way if you're ever in the area mount vernon is about 10 miles south of cleveland i right now so if you're yeah. in the area come uh come check it out all right um i was trying to find a slavery to eagles fan battery joke but i couldn't find one As, as a transition um um i mean Bowie santa claus is bad but it's not it's not that bad um 49ers at Eagles Sunday at six 30, the Eagles are favored by two and a half points. I immediately bet that I immediately bet the Eagles to cover that. Um, I just, I really think the Eagles are a very superior team. And I think that the Eagles, and this is not to take away from Brock Purdy. I think the Eagles have a far, 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 far better uh, quarterback.
1: I'm going to give you a hot take. I'm, I'm uh I'm predicting Purdy's going to probably throw something north of 400 yards.
0: Okay, well we're going to write that down here.
1: I'm not going to be flogged for later. <laughs>
0: um so once the show is over, you should immediately open one of your when you betting apps and find Purdy alternate yards and go to like 350 and bet okay. it cuz you're probably going to get plus I would plus 800 maybe. I mean Something like that. If you get I to just think he's gonna have to.
1: I think he's. I think. I think if they get down early, he's gonna have to throw a lot. Like if they if they get down early, they're gonna have to throw a lot, and because CMC, they're probably gonna save, in fact, like red zone stuff, or you know. Oh, well,
0: like, if they're you know, passing 40. a lot, he'll be out there because he'll be catching yeah, passes.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I, that's yeah. That's my thought is that he's gonna have to throw a lot. He's gonna throw more than he's ever probably thrown ever.
0: There's one for you, Khalif. Harriet Tubman was alive while Andrew Jackson and Ronald Reagan were alive.
1: Wow! Wow! Yeah. Wow! Thanks, thanks for that one, Ben. That's—I mean—I love shit like that.
0: Yeah, that stuff is—that stuff is just mind blowing. How the, the wow. time works out. Um, I really like history, and I like thinking about things that were going on in different times, different places, because they feel different. So, like the time of Henry the Eighth and Elizabeth the First in England mm-hmm. was the time of the Sengoku Jidai with all the samurai and shoguns in Japan.
1: Yeah, and they were isolated. They, they didn't even right. know but that like shit was going on. At the
0: same time. <laughs> so I can't rate this out here, just lopping off his wife's domes over and over again. And meanwhile, you've got like katanas and samurai swords and everything fighting back back and forth. Completely That's different insane. part of the world.
1: That's insane.
0: Yeah. Um. So Purdy over 400 yards passing. You know what's funny? I think if Purdy throws over 400 yards, they probably lose.
1: Well, yeah. That, well, that's what I'm saying. Like they're going to be playing from behind because I think the Eagles are going to jump out early on them, and then that defense is gonna is gonna just probably be in Purdy's lap.
0: Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. I I must have missed this. They found classified documents at Mike Pence's house.
1: Why are we surprised here, man? <laughs> I think they all have. They they like, hey, the cheeses. It's next like the new codes over there. I I, I <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Well, they say like, Joe was doing that, too.
0: Well, no, I mean, they, they definitely found some at, at uh, well, yeah, Pence and Biden are different because they were found by, like, staffers who re- self-reported and whatever, whereas Trump found, was like, can we have those back? And he was like, no. So they it's had going co- to go in and take them.
1: It's a um, coaster. It's a coaster. But <laughs> I That's don't. In... Dude, I worked. I worked for. Um, I worked in healthcare. And as a trainer, obviously, and I've also worked, I work in property management and in each of those fields, when I'm in the office and I have to just go to the bathroom, I have to shut off my computer. I have to put any documents on my desk that has anyone's social security numbers, anything on it that's identifying, yeah. put it yep. away, right? HIPAA, same thing. You, you can't have people patient records out, can't have their yep. group number out, all of that. I can't, I can't imagine at a government level, the lacks of like, Hey, I got s- classified documents here on my desk and i'm just out the room and staffers are walking around someone has a cell phone they could just take a picture of i mean come on dude are you serious yeah right this is insane
0: yeah Uh, and this i mean at this point they should just go search every living president and vice president could you imagine dan quill just, just has like an entire storage locker full of secrets
1: like, I, just, I, I just want like a memo You know I want to take something like With the with the company letterhead on it <laughs> It's like that's like uh, That's a prisoner swap information From the uh, From yeah. that embassy yeah, we, that have
0: they to, we have to negotiate The release of Brittany Griner Can we go to Dan Quill's garage and get the information <laughs>
1: Jesus It just blows my mind Like just you know Like someone said to me once the audacity of the federal government to ask me for a credit score when they owe trillions of dollars.
0: Uh, There's a slight difference because the income of the country is very high. Right? If you were also making $44 trillion a year, you could carry some debt because you're probably good for it. Right? Nobody, nobody asked Tom Brady for his credit score. Oh, they might have to start. Um,
1: man,
0: uh, all right. So we need some official predictions here, Cleve. Uh, Cincinnati and Kansas City. Who wins? What's the final score?
1: Uh, but, well, you know, I got Cincinnati. I uh, got Cincinnati 35, Kansas City 31.
0: So you are assuming that Mahomes is going to play if they're scoring 31 points?
1: Yeah. They're going to get him out there. Um, hook, crook, hook, hook, high water.
0: <laughs> it says all kidding aside, Dan lawyer lawyers going through his shit right now. I would too. I would too. I don't even care. I don't care if I was like a janitor at the Capitol building. I'd be like, "Can somebody just come? Can somebody just come through real quick and uh, Man, do that?" Ben ice. <laughs> ice. says, "Chad Henney is ready to sling it, and I, by sling it, he means hide classified documents that Chad Henney has in his home." Because I apparently believe, that's the thing with you now.
1: I can't believe he's still in the league. That's. Wow, that's insane. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Uh my official prediction Kansas City 27, Bengals 24. If Mahomes plays. If Mahomes does not play, the Bengals will win by infinity.
1: Wow. Okay. So so okay, so I'll I'll pick also if Mahomes doesn't play, Kansas City. Well, the defense will still be out there. So uh Kansas City probably same score, but then um, I'm sorry, uh Bengals same score. Kansas City probably uh 17.
0: Yeah, if, so if
1: my home doesn't play.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think that's fair. And uh 49ers <laughs> at Eagles. I've got Philly 31-14. What do you got?
1: Um actually actually got actually like San Fran in this one. So I got San Fran um 28 uh Philly 24. I Think it's going to come down to a field goal.
0: All right. Well, uh you're wrong about the NFC. However, <laughs> I think I I think uh Ben's asking what if what if Mahomes is fifty percent? Um I think that might be a fair estimation. I just like his ability to still pass the ball from the pocket if he if he plays, for them to be hyped up. You know, I don't think the whole team's gonna have a huge letdown like Buffalo did. But don't get me wrong, I think Cincinnati is correctly favored in this game. So I'm not gonna come out of here and be shocked if um if the Bengals win. Many I was asking Chad Henny lost to Brady in the AFC Championship in 2017, didn't he? Um I don't was that the Jack was that the Jacksonville year? Wasn't that um Papa Bortles? Bortles Combat. Bortles Combat. Or is that a different is that a different year? Hmm. I don't know. Anyways, Chad Henny, Chad Henny, yeah, Chad is still guess. in the league. And uh, Blake Bortles is not. So
1: he said, yes, Bortles. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. <clears throat> Papa Bortles. Oh. All right. So uh everybody, thank you. Everybody in chat. <laughs> everybody in chat right now. Thank you so much for joining. Please hit the like button on the on the uh stream that really does help us out. If you're listening on audio. Uh, this is a YouTube live stream as well. There's a link in the show notes where you can like and subscribe to the channel and you'll get notifications when we're going live. I mentioned it off the top. I'm going to mention it again here at the end that super Sunday, we will be the big game pre-show bedlam here at uh Maddie ice media where Iceman and coach will host the first hour political football will host the second hour. And then reading the defense will be the third hour. So three shows all in a row, getting you ready for the super bowl, the big game, whatever. Um, uh on a, on what, Super what, Sunday
1: why we can't say it not well is, so, is it is it trademarked well
0: so here's the thing yes and so we can't advertise it saying Super Bowl but like as I'm sort of talking about it here can I say Super Bowl I I I, I uh Maddie asked this <laughs> we soon because you said Super Bowl I'll be pissed um they what, what?
1: not necessarily the best
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. T- tell you, tell you what, Matty Ice. If they sue because of Super Bowl, they can have one hundred percent of my earnings from the show for the last three years. <laughs> that's uh, I will happily give that right to right to the NFL if that's what if that's what they want. But no, so like in the stuff in print, yes, I know you can't say Super Bowl, but like sitting here talking about it, like,
1: yeah, I gotta be. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you're actually advertising for them.
0: Yeah, speak to Dave Rolls in legal department and then speak to Lucille and HR because Dave ain't having it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Lucille. Anyways, for the listeners, uh yeah, Super Sunday, which I don't think they have trademarked, uh, from noon until three, uh will we'll be on. It's gonna be a real it's gonna be a ton of fun. So I know we'll be pitching that here for the next for the next couple of weeks as well. Cleve, any final thoughts before we get out of here?
1: Did you did you get my uh my thing about that guy who bet... Who oh up. yes,
0: <laughs> did I did. I did. So Cleve sent me a link on Instagram. A person bet uh forty three dollars to win one million. A four leg parlay for first TD score. Three of the legs hit. The fourth leg was Justin Jefferson, who was ruled down at the half inch line. Um, uh, Maddie, I says found out Super Sunday is trademarked. Okay, so I can't say Super or Sunday or Bowl. What about a bowl of Sundays? <laughs> Join us for a bowl of Sundays on February twelfth as we preview the big game. Can I just wow. a bunch of ice cream? I, I don't know. Oh um, anyways, this is why I'm not gonna just be hired by game. NBC anytime game. soon.
1: Just say game.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, the huge it, it, game. A huge uh, game. The event is the big game pre show bedlam. That is the that is the proper noun of the event that we are having on the network. The big game pre show bedlam. Right. Not the banana split super Sunday or anything clever. It's just the big game pre show bedlam happening on the same day is a Super Bowl. Um, so, oh, shit! Those yeah, so challenges. Jefferson shit. got ruled down at like the half inch line. And then the touchdown went to, to uh Dalvin Cook or whoever. Yeah. And so this guy bet $43 and was that close to winning a million. It didn't. Ben is referencing a guy who bet with the Chargers up 27 to nothing. He bet $1.4 million to win $11,000. All the Chargers had to do was win the game. So the Chargers lost. So he lost $1.4 million.
1: What about Mattress Mac betting $2 million on the Cowboys? Do <laughs> you see that one?
0: Uh, yeah, I have to try some money left. I money he bet on TCU against Georgia.
1: Yeah, no, he, he picks losers. every From political races to whatever, he <laughs> picks losers. He put $2 million on the Cowboys to beat the 49ers. Holy shit. I mean, shit.
0: that's more reasonable than betting on TCU to beat Georgia.
1: <laughs> $2 million, wow. That's great.
0: Yeah, so no, I did see that. Yeah, those, those sorts of bets are... I'm afraid to even make long shot bets like that because i love just I missing them by one leg.
1: I love them. I something about I mean because cause I cause I would bet that 43 bucks to win a million. I mean, that's you know, I would yes. totally do that.
0: Now, my um <laughs> my my <laughs> favorite types of bets aren't like crazy like that, but I found one a couple weeks ago for the wild card round. It was T Higgins, two or more touchdowns. And Christian Kirk, two or more touchdowns, five bucks, won 500.
1: Mm. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm like, saying. Like, it's, it, yeah, like those type of bet. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if I had the money, I wouldn't bet $2 million like on, I mean, to 11000
0: No, I would hope not.
1: <laughs> yeah. But the, the chance of, you know, I don't know. What would, the, what would two million on the Cowboys get you?
0: Uh I mean, I don't know. I'd have to know what their money line was. What were they like plus? Two seventy-five, some shit like that. Let's say it was plus two fifty, so you'd get two two point five to one, so you'd win five million.
1: So you, so you would double. So you would almost, uh, oh. yeah, so yeah. See, yeah, too too big of a bet for me.
0: Really, two million too big of a bet for you? One and a half where you stop?
1: No, 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 no. I'm saying like maybe I maybe one point seven five. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't do that. Like I wouldn't because, like I said, you guys got ice water in your veins to bet football the way you do because. I can't... There's too many uncontrollable valuables. Like, Tony Pollard breaks his leg, right? <laughs> Shit like that yeah. can happen, and then you're done, you know?
0: Yeah, but Brack Purdy can break his leg.
1: <laughs> chance of salt Jerry's breakfast
0: sandwich. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, <sighs> my goodness, Maddie Ice, just, just in the chat, just acting a total fool, says the chance to salt Jerry's breakfast sandwich, plus 800. <laughs>
1: You talking about Jerry Jones?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember when they were on hard knocks and all he did was show them giving gifts to each other and Jerry Jones salting his breakfast sandwiches.
1: Jesus. Yeah. Yes.
0: It was a lot better this year with the Lions and Cardinals. That's that's for sure. Okay, so big game pre-show bedlam on Sunday, February twelfth before a giant football game. Uh, join us for that. Um, I've got really, i got nothing else for this week. Cleve, anything else?
1: No, nothing else. It was great. It's been a, It didn't. Other seasons that we've done this show, it felt like long. This season felt like it flew by to me. It did. Like it really feels like it flew. I mean is what was 18 weeks that we've been doing this.
0: Uh yeah, just for just the season. Just for the season. Uh, 20.
1: 20. Twenty. And I think I think you're still our Iron Man. I don't think you've missed a show since the inception.
0: No, well, you guys don't have the login for the live stream anyways, so I wouldn't have <laughs> said that to you for uh, <laughs> for me to miss one.
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but no, I you're, don't. You're our resident Iron Man. You're our Brett Favre.
0: Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Just don't compare me to Cal Ripken Jr. Horribly overrated. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna leave it with that, everybody. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody. Join us next week. We'll be reviewing the conference championship games, discussing some news. We'll talk about the Super Bowl matchup. A um. You know, just from a giant macro perspective, but obviously we're gonna have a couple weeks to really get into Super Bowl stuff. Um, I'm coming up with some ideas for the show the following week after that, as we lead, as we lead into that. Uh, Scott, hope you're feeling better. Hope you're back with us, back with yeah, us uh, back. Uh, next week, and uh, we will see everybody next week. Peace.